Hello, everybody. In this episode, we are going to be giving you updates on all the current construction going on at Walt what Disney World. What was that? I was very excitable. <laughs> and uh, we're getting, we've polled you on Facebook about what are your, uh, what you're most excited about, and we'll let you know what we're most excited about. Uh, all of that is coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio here in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged episode 790 for the week of March 10th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. It's like puberty hit just as the show started. I get no respect. Uh, again, I am your host, Dustin West, for this episode of the Diz Unplugged. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I am joined at the table by my good friends, John Magi. Hi. Kevin Close. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Kathy Whirling. Hi. And back in the production nook, we have Rhino Clavin. Hello. And our associate producer, Craig Williams. This is my voice. And as always, we are joined by special guest, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. As always. Uh, thank you for joining us. He's always us. under the table somewhere. Oh. Wow. Um, uh, again, uh, Pete Werner is uh, ill today and couldn't make it to the show. Of course, I usually host these segments anyway, but uh, I was covering for him in the last news show. Uh, he's feeling a bit under the weather. And, of course, Darth Vader is taking place for uh, Corey Martin, who at the last minute was not uh, feeling so hot either. So we wish both of them And he's quite willing health. to sh- share vivid <laughs> graphic, details. Graphic details. What his, his, what his body is going through yeah. in this time of hardship. Well, again, we have a cool episode for you today because we're going to be talking about the uh, construction, the current construction that's going on at Walt Disney World. And I know this is a particular interesting topic for Kathy, who always loves to uh, talk about construction updates, oh, refurbs, stuff yes. like that. Kathy likes uh, construction workers. Yeah. She also likes... <laughs> Shh, don't tell them that. She likes it when they wear scrims. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, if you go out to facebook.com slash disunplugged, we have a current poll running right now, which we will share our ultimate results, the final results for that on next week's, uh, next Tuesday's uh, show of the Diz Unplugged. Um, and right now, I have some of the current standings for the results for which current Walt Disney World construction project are you most looking forward to seeing completed? Uh, the way I wanted to do this was take a look at the results and go from the bottom to the top, and we'll talk about uh, which one is being least looked forward to right now as it stands on Facebook okay. and move on that way. So, um, it sounds like there's going to be a test at the end. There oh. is. Out of 250 votes, we have seven votes for the Frozen expansion in Norway. And, um, yeah, only seven votes. That's 2.8% right now. Hmm. Um, seven sad people. <laughs> from what I understand... <laughs> They are sad. They love Frozen. Um, from what I understand, um, Norway is getting two elements. They're getting Maelstrom is either being replaced or expanded to have to house a Frozen type attraction, whether it's a boat ride or not. Not quite sure. And then there's an additional building being constructed that will most likely house a 
permanent character meet and greet for Anna mm-hmm. and Elsa. And ladies' restrooms. Yes. Yeah. Don't forget the ladies' restrooms. The ladies' restrooms. No men's restrooms in there. That's right. I and thought ladies didn't go to the bathroom. It's not something we talk yes. about in good Yes, company. we okay. do. Yes. Okay. Until you get married. <laughs> um, are you guys looking forward to this? Do you guys agree with the poll results? Are you the 2.8% that wants to see this happen? I could care less. Yeah? I could care less if they open this up. I read a there was a, a thread on the Diz that somebody had mentioned that in his survey um, why he didn't book that one of the questions was do you go to Epcot for educational purposes and everybody found that interesting and I, I guess I do too because that's what you think of World Showcase mm-hmm. as is you're going to see the different countries and you know the authentic buildings and things like that so does disney have in mind that they're trying to move away from the educational things and doing frozen and maybe i don't know what else you would put in world showcase but yeah well see epcot can be broken down as it often is into two sections future world and world showcase but in terms of education you know uh, world showcase is more of kind of a, a cultural experience a cultural education whereas future world especially in days gone by was a more hands-on educational type thing with things like communicorn and inventions and stuff like that um where do you guys do you guys feel like anna and elsa have a place in world showcase do they should they belong there no okay how come because you don't have mushu in china i mean it just it's not to me it's not the right place for it but you have mulan in china there's a mulan exhibit well there's a character. They have characters all yeah. around. But Mulan is also based on, I think, on a thing that actually happened, isn't it? No? It, it doesn't matter. With the characters, if there are characters in Epcot anywhere in World Showcase, if it's just for meet and greets, I don't exactly. see that as a bad that's thing. A, I guess However, whenever saying. you take over the cultural representation in Epcot, that's whenever it really starts to pose an issue. And I hate the connotation that Epcot is an educational place. Ed- you can say that going outside is educational. You maybe see a tree that you never saw before. You're learning something new. It, it, I mean, you're, you're laughing, but I, it's not a bad thing. To, you shouldn't just label something as educational like Epcot. Like, oh, you're going in to learn about those countries. If you're just learning about the countries, you're not doing yourself justice. You need to actually get enwrapped in the culture and talk to the people. Yeah, you're learning stuff, but you're not going there with the sole purpose. Learning a culture is different from learning facts and figures. I can understand I am, that. I, I misspoke. Okay. I don't mind. There's always been characters. I mean, there was always. Usually, it was Mickey and Minnie dressed up in the cultural clothes of a certain country. I mean, Minnie used to be out in her kimono when Epcot first opened. I don't mind that they intersperse that. I don't think that they should. Um, Make a dedicated area for right, but someone in chat pointed out the three caballeros were always part of the river. Were they del Tiempo? Weren't they? Not that no, I. I thought it, that's it was the El Rio del Tiempo, and then it changed into yeah, to have. I don't agree with that. El Rio del Fierro. I think the whole cultural <laughs> thing. River of Fire. River of Fire. That would be a I good think ride. The whole cultural <laughs> thing is the culture. The culture is enough. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what Epcot is as you walk around. I do not mind interspersing the Disney characters in the pavilions and stuff like a meet and greet, but to make a frozen ride? Not even a I ride. Think, or whatever it's going to be. I would think Norway would think, aren't 
our isn't our culture good enough? I think I thought there was like some like pushback from Norway that they weren't yes. happy about it. That's it's, absolutely correct. Because it's a fake place that they're that they're now taking over a real place for. Exactly, and I think if we just saw the addition to of a, a an extra building tucked away in the corner like it will be for you know a character meet and greet, that would be one thing. But to take away Norway's ride, which they you know was a cultural experience of Norway in Maelstrom, and then to replace it with you know a Frozen type attraction. Um, that's where I have the issue. I don't necessarily have an issue with giving a meet and greet a permanent home as long as it doesn't take away from the rest of the exhibit. However, you know it's going to be crazy popular. You know it's going to be huge lines mm-hmm. now right. that are going to cause problems for people who are just walking around World Showcase. This yeah. ride, whatever it is with Anna and Elsa, should be in Fantasyland. I completely agree. And with all of that said, I'm still excited to see what Disney Imagineering is going to do for oh, yeah. a, a new ride. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's true of everything. I'm yeah. excited to see what they do, you know, because the details, whether or not I like the ride or think it belongs there, they're usually done pretty well. And you mm-hmm. sit there and you kind of admire the artwork. Exactly. So that's, that's Frozen in Norway. Again, 2.8% of the votes. Um, moving right along with one more vote, eight votes, Ooh. which is 3.2% out of 250, is, weirdly enough, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Um, I guess people aren't as excited to see what's going to happen there. I um, would think, I mean, like us, we're into the details. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are into that. But if the Polynesian's not your style, I don't really think a lot of people care what's happening at the Polynesian. If that's your home resort and that's where you always like to go, I'm sure you're up on all the details. It could also be that portions of it have already been rolled out and right. we're already starting to see what it's finally going to look like. And what are we waiting on, Craig, now at the Polynesian? Uh, the pole and Trader Sam's and then the, the final tiki statue that's yes. actually going to go on the fountain. And, and of course, the whole of DVC the fountain, stuff. Yeah, all of that. But I, I think it all comes down to two why people aren't excited is because they're still pissed off that they don't have their fountain back anymore. I'm sorry. It was loud and noisy in there. You couldn't have a conversation if you were anywhere near the fountain because it was loud and on top of all the restaurants right up above you and around you. It's better the way it is. People should get excited about what it's becoming. I think it's going to have to grow on people because I don't like the feel of the bus station the way it is now. But I'm willing to give it time to enjoy it. Did you say the bus station? Yes, the what? bus station feel in the lobby. Oh, right. Okay. Because she thinks the lobby yes. looks like a bus station. Yes, it does. I thought they had redone the bus no, station. I was no. kind of I, if, if it looks like a bus station, then I will take buses everywhere from now on. <laughs> um, I also think it's fair to point out that this is a poll where someone gets to choose one of these options. Right. You know, I'm sure if, if you had to choose, which one would you? Right. If you most, gave people the option to choose more than one thing, the numbers would be different. Right. Yeah, I think people would rank this quite high if they didn't have to choose only one. Um, You know, personally, I think all of us at the table will be very happy when the construction is done at the Polynesian. And I think, Mm -hmm. I know I am, quite impressed with what they're doing, including the lobby, Mm -hmm. um, the bus station lobby. Um, You know, it's it's been sort of a weird side effect of all this. Have you noticed the cast member walkway that's now in place across the road? Mm With a new stoplight that works some mm-hmm. of the times? And also, oh, no, 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 because you have to trigger it. Oh. Cast member has to trigger it, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. However, it's caused incredible backups mm-hmm. through that area. It's just, it seemed really weird to me. Why didn't they put 
a tunnel or a bridge or something yeah. rather than having them cross that busy road. But Rather than making them play Frogger? Exactly. Right. Well, that, that <laughs> crosswalk, that, uh, that road goes from the front of the, the uh, Ticket and Transportation Center where you can go to like the Lost and Found and stuff like that. It goes past the Polynesian all the way to the Grand Floridian entrance. And ever since I can remember, the uh, cast members for the Polynesian just had to walk across and there were signs that said yield for pedestrians well now they have a stoplight i agree if they were going to put a stoplight in and if they're going to do this whole revamp of polynesian why not build a little extra infrastructure to like you said put a tunnel in but then again they'd have to reroute that road and Mm -hmm. i guess that would be a nightmare for them to try to try to do that is there anything else in the polynesian you guys are particularly looking forward to i know the dvc stuff is yeah I, i can't wait to see those rooms. I hope they're as cool as they say they're going to be. But in the pool in the hot tub, because they never had a hot tub before, so that's going to be interesting to see that whole area. Yeah. See how many children you can fit in it. Yeah. <laughs> right. See if you can make yeah. a stew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in a baby. That only skewed John out a little bit. <laughs> I've just decided at the end of this segment, we'll go back and we'll we'll name which ones we're most excited about. That's how this is going to work. Okay. okay. I've decided. <laughs> um, we're not going to do it while we're doing it. No. Okay. We're not allowed. Um, next up on this list, with 11 votes, I can't believe how heavily skewed this is. Um, next up on this list with 11 votes, 4.4%. Uh, out of 250 results is the Magic Kingdom hub expansion, which huh. they've just re- you know they've just released photos of the most recent completed portion over by the first aid station and, and uh, Casey's and stuff like that. I still don't think you're able to walk through it yet. Yeah, yeah you are. I can. I did a blog about it. I did okay. a construction update. Nice, nice. Um, but they still project that the hub overall will take quite some time to be finally finished um what are your thoughts on the hub well the right side is just about to the the funny thing is is when you see pictures of the new hub area now it's people laying in the grass in the fake grass it's sort of like the hub has been transformed into a youth hostel yeah (laughs) something it's like like, yeah i mean it's beautiful it's beautiful what they did and there's really not too many benches or anything in there because that's supposed to be your um fast pass viewing area but people are like, I'm waiting to see like tablecloths out, and they're doing picnics yeah. in the grass. Um, it's really pretty. Well, but f- for those of uh, you who are watching or listening that aren't, and I assume most of you are familiar, but aren't familiar with how the hub was laid out before all of this, it was a straight shot up Main Street. You get to the center of the hub where the statue of Walt and Mickey are, and there's a circular walkway that leads and fans out to all the different parks, and then there's another... Uh, larger walkway around that, and in between those two walkways was a moat with bridges and stuff like that. And you just defined hub. I did. I defined <laughs> hub. Now what they're doing is they're kind of getting rid of the the moat theme and making all of this accessible to foot traffic, right. which is really, really going to open it up. Do you feel like this is going to open it up the way they want it to, to be able yeah. to... Yeah, and I, and it's also designed to help disperse the crowds a little better when fireworks are over with. But yeah. what they did, I mean, it's beautiful. Looks like it's been there. My my only thing was, um, since I'm a person of the details, that when they put the new hub area in and merged it up against the the cement from the old area, they didn't do a very nice job. Didn't match quite and right. It's like really Disney. That's. You know. They're probably going to do one coat 
after everything is said and done to but make it all back. They're taking out all the water. I don't think they're taking out all the water. They're just using more of the land that wasn't used as walkways. They um, took out, if you looked, like if you're standing at Casey's and you're looking towards the castle, on that side, between Casey's down to um, Crystal Palace, what little bit of water there was in that area isn't there anymore. There's, like, Casey's has a bigger um, seating area, and then there's that grassy area with little walls and things like that. And then on the right-hand side... Where the swan boats came through, part of that water is now gone, and they made it level where you used to go down the steps, and then there was water. That's all level now. Oh, wow. I've seen the pictures. The pictures are beautiful, and actually, we talked about it. This is, you know, one of the things I want to get into the park and see. I mean, this is a major change to the Magic Kingdom. Um, Fantasyland was a big change, but it's not as impactful to me because it's set back. This is... You know, how do you guys feel about this changing the Magic Kingdom hub that you knew and loved for so long? As long as it's done right, I think it's a great idea. I, like I said, I, I feel like it's been there all along until yeah. I look down at the cement. <laughs> you know, but uh, other than that, I, I think what they did was just absolutely beautiful. And we'll have a link to your blog in the show notes page. Um, that's uh, disunplug.com. You can check that for links for all the things we're talking about uh, on the show today. Um, the other thing you mentioned about the hub was that it would be good for dispersing the crowds after the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this is also going to add more places to stand for the fireworks? Oh, definitely. You get a pretty decent view from some of these spots? And um, some people were saying, too, that um, it seems like they've improved the sight lines, that if you're sitting on the ground, because it seems that seems to be a favorite place now to sit to watch the fireworks mm-hmm. instead of standing, that even if you're sitting down, you can still get some good castle shots. Okay, awesome. Um, next on our list, let's see if I can do math here, which one is more votes than the other. Ah, yes. We have with 13.5% of the vote, uh, that's 34 votes, we have the Animal Kingdom Rivers of Light nighttime show. What do you guys think about this? Do you guys know much about the Rivers of Light show? This I could, I could get excited for. I think Animal Kingdom needed something. At night, I have no. I, I mean, I know what they're going to try to do. I'm excited to see what they end up doing and how they use the river. I know they're doing a lot of construction down along yeah. the river, so that's going to be interesting when they finally. Are there going to be places for viewing this? Because at this point, isn't the river only viewable from a couple of spots? If you're in Asia near Expedition Everest and stuff like that, uh, you get a pretty good wide open view. Um, but I would imagine that they'd have to be constructing special areas near the, the water. I mean, the river's huge. I mean, I rode the river when the park first opened. There were yeah. riverboats. But it's, I don't remember yeah, there being supposed a to be lot putting of places. I think this is a case of Animal Kingdom has needed something like this mm-hmm. for so long to really draw in the crowds and make it a quote-unquote full-day park experience. And, um, what? Someone's, one of our regular listeners says, when people lay in the hub, it's cool. But when I lay in Swiss Family Robinson, it's against park policy. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. I'm sorry. Um, so I, I think that uh, Animal Kingdom has needed this to make it a full day experience. They've just come mm-hmm. across logistical problems throughout the last uh, 15, now almost 20 years of, um, you know, having a nighttime spectacular that wouldn't 
disrupt the animals. Right. And, and that kind of thing. What yeah. do you want to say, Craig? Well, I was going to say it. I think the the hard part to get excited about Rivers of Life right now is that there's just isn't enough details about it. We know yeah. that it's going to be a nighttime water fountain type show. It's probably going to look very very similar to World of Color. Right. But then I start thinking of World of Color. That is that works so well because you have those classic Disney movies thrown in there with great music and it just all works together seamlessly. How is that going to work for Animal Kingdom? Well, like, look at Illuminations just... at Epcot. That has no Disney tie-in whatsoever. <clears throat> and a lot of people, that's their least favorite part, is whenever you're just watching the ball spin around. I think it can be very inspirational without that. But I'm that I'm not saying that I am not excited about it. I'm actually very excited. I'm more excited about Rivers of Light than I am Avatar Land. Head and the heels above. I love my nighttime shows. Uh I just there's not enough details about what the story's going to be yet to get super excited about it. If they say we're just going to project animals onto water screens for 15 minutes, then I'll probably change my mind. But you can watch this animal projected onto water screen, or you can just go down and actually see the animals yeah. right behind you. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds to me I don't know how they're going to do this quietly. Yeah. I thought the whole nighttime spectacular thing at Animal Kingdom was you didn't want to startle the animals. I mean, like you don't want to scare the suckers every every night, you know. Right. But I I can't. At World of Color has those shots from the the water blast. They sound like gunshots. Yeah. And there are fireworks and things like that. I can't believe that's not going to be startling. It seems to me that. This, this has to be fairly quiet. Also, is it in one location on the right. river? That's that's the question. Is there is that big area of the river where it all kind of collects around Asia and Dino Land? Uh, that's a very large portion of the river. But of course, the river winds all the way around the Tree of Life throughout the separate areas. So, is it something that will work its way up the river like yeah. a parade and then end up in that? If area? they put it there, it seems like that's the most likely place to put it because I don't believe there are any animals behind there, uh, other yeah. than the Maharaja Jungle Trek. That's oh, that's the last thing you want to scare the lions, the tigers. tigers. No, that's just kind of deeper back in. So yeah. I doubt yeah. that the sound would be too too uh, obnoxious to all of the man-eating animals. I think once we get more details on this, yeah. I'm going to be even more excited. But this this would be near the top of my list, just because mm-hmm. it promises a whole new experience for this theme park. Um, mm-hmm. it, it changes this theme park completely, in my opinion. It, yeah. it transforms it to a nighttime park. Mm-hmm. Um, for our next entry, we have Avatar Land which got 48 votes, 19.1% of the vote. Uh, Again, talking about Animal Kingdom. Now, we have seen some more details come in, albeit um, weird little odd details that Disney thought would rock our world. Um, but uh, And we've had uh, a link of that on our show notes. I'll see if I can get one in this time. Uh, they came out with a video of James Cameron and Joe Rohde showing off some props, some illuminated plants, and some uh, light-up walkways and stuff like that. But it was a very short clip. Based on what you guys have seen, based on what you guys know, what are your thoughts on Avatar Land? The same feeling I have about Anna and Elsa's roller coaster in Norway. <laughs> I'm not really excited about it, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. First of all, I don't think you got any of your facts right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you came up I with just, the roller coaster. It's one of the, I, it, I didn't like the movie. 
it's um it's Fern Gully with blue people. <laughs> um, but does it belong in Animal Kingdom? Oh, it's got that whole conservation theme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't. It, it's actually, in my opinion, it belongs at the studios. It's a movie. Um, it, yeah. And the studios could use that. Uh, but I don't know that excited about it is the right word. I will be very, I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure the details will be great. I'm sure we'll all spend time there. But no, it's not like they picked my favorite movie and they're making, you know, if they were making Funny Girl Land, I might. <laughs> but it's, I'm sure it'll be great. I, I was that for positive. It was positive. I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I trust Disney. I I know it's going to take them like a decade to get this thing done, but I trust that this is going to be one of the most stunning things that we've seen in a theme park. It just all comes back to the movie, though. The movie wasn't great. It made a ton of money, but then people also forget now because 3D has become so, I won't say very widely adopted. Some people absolutely, if something's out in 3D and regular, they want to see the 3D version. Avatar was the movie that kind of set the standard for 3D. That's why people went to see it normally and then found out, oh, you have to see this in 3D. And then they went again to see it in 3D, and then they took their friends because it was just so impressive at the time whenever all these movies weren't doing it like that. That's how it made all of its money. I doubt it. They're not going to hand out goggles on the entrance to Avatar Land. Yeah, it's 3D. It's already come, and it's made its impact now. Whenever the next round of movies come out, I don't think they're going to be anywhere near as successful because it lost that that little fun aspect about it that it had the first time around. And... I think that's just been a blind oversight since the start on choosing Avatar. They Somebody in chat said if you removed the word Avatar, everything about it sounds great. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, great. They're theming a whole new land. I think it's the Avatar thing that just doesn't have well, me excited. Do you have to like the movie to like the ride? I think that proves that point is that... Or the right to like the land. That, I mean, that's look, a positive note is that, you know, this can be good, whether it's Avatar or not. Now, it's something like uh, Splash Mountain. Yeah, Splash Mountain is based on a movie that most people haven't even seen. Yeah, and I think it's one of the more popular rides at the Magic Kingdom. I was going to say I'm not really excited for it because you know I don't usually watch most of these movies. Yeah, so I don't know what there is to be excited about, and you know, like usually when Disney designs something and it's about you know Disney characters or whatever, it's like I didn't need to see the movie to understand the area. So I'm hoping with Avatar Land that I don't need to see the movie to get the premise for this whole land. Kathy, I can't remember. Have you have you been to Disneyland to see Cars Land yet? No. Okay. Um, that was going to be my best way to do this is uh, the hope is that whether you've seen the movie or not, um, the level of detail it seems like they're putting into this Imagineering would be along the same lines as Cars Land in terms of just a wow, jaw-dropping, like this is beautiful whether I've seen the movie or not. Uh, I don't know how else I could relate it. Well, think of um, Splash Mountain. That movie hasn't been seen by the general public. Can I just say this? Yeah. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Well, I mean... Yes, he did. Two minutes ago. This is how I get what I want. (laughs) To me, when I see... like I have never seen Beauty and the Beast. But when Be Our Guest opened, Mm -hmm. I felt like I needed to watch Beauty and the Beast because there was so much theming there that I wasn't getting or I didn't understand 
why they did what they did in some of the areas. And within the first five minutes of watching Beauty and the Beast, I got Be Our Guest. Okay. So I'm probably going to have to do that with Avatar. Well, that's where, and not to go on my Universal love and rampage, but we mm-hmm. kind of talked about it this past week on Universal show whenever we talked about uh if you should watch certain movies before you go in to actually make your experience better and kind of went through that of course Diagon Alley and uh, Hogsmeade with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter you can go in without watching the movies and you can still be blown away by the level of detail but to really 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 appreciate it you got to watch the movies find all those little clever nods and Disney I mean Cars Land is very close but in my opinion Disney still hasn't done anything in terms of immersion theming where you can go in and just appreciate it if it's on if it's based on another product like a movie like Avatar they haven't done anything to me yet where I feel like I could walk in and just truly appreciate it without having to see the movie to really get it more and I'm hoping it changes but until they do something oh, like that But Disney does something different I apologize Kathleen you started first go ahead I was just going to say you know I'm a big Disney fan. Yeah. And I was a big Disney fan before. I only started watching Disney movies in, what, the last two years? Mm-hmm. So I could enjoy all of Walt Disney right. World without ever having seen any of the movies. So you can do it. Well, that, but that, once you see the movies, then you see Disney the brilliance. World a, Disney World is also based on classic fairy tales yeah. that someone along the line, you must have heard of Snow White. It's not like, oh, who was this Snow White person and why did well, she have just, seven dwarfs? You know, seven you know, dwarfs and apple. But I that think would be it. The difference is Disney doesn't specifically theme lands usually around a movie. I exactly. think uh, Main Street's pretty immersive. Yeah, it absolutely is. And that's yeah. what I that's why I wanted to make that distinction. It's, so it's a much uh, wider yeah. base. I mean, anybody can go, you don't have to see anything to uh, uh, appreciate And that's why I absolutely love lands like Main oh, Street yeah, yeah. and it, yeah, yeah we so. are agreeing. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that's where it, it makes the really struggle with Avatar. <laughs> well, I think Avatar lands their first time of doing that too. Then it Cars, like, Cars Land, Cars, oh, Cars, Cars Land, really the first. Okay. Yeah. All right, one at a time, Craig. You were trying to get a point across. I'm I'm done trying to get my point across. <laughs> it, <laughs> if you all are not going to listen to Craig, he's just no. It, it's <laughs> not even a, it's not a sassy thing. I just I'm now starting to contradict myself in my head. Okay. It's just I don't want to embarrass I think, myself. I, I got to say this. I think the overall thing is we're always excited when there's something new. Yeah. Because we always want to see it. Because we're always excited about what the Imagineers are going to do. As far as what's the the first thing I'm going to run to, it's going to be the first thing that's done. Are we excited about it? I think I'm so excited whenever Disney puts anything new in. We go to new restaurants. You know, they put tequila bar in the Mexican pavilion. We all went to the tequila bar. What are you most excited? I'm excited about a tequila bar, but everybody went. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like they're doing something to the place I love best. So I'm excited that they're changing something. Do you think Walt would like Avatar, though? I think Walt would appreciate the fact that things are moving forward. And this is now the newest technologies that are out there and the newest things that are out there and the things that people are gravitating towards. I think he'd be more excited about Star Wars. Yeah. I think his the acquisition of the Lucas films would be the most the thing he'd like the best. He was very interested in the whole space thing anyway. He was. Okay. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention on the end of Avatar is I, I just kept saying that this is going to be this 
total immersion and, you know, it's going to be the best theme thing we've ever seen. We don't actually know that. This is just what right. I'm hoping for. Right, exactly. And we're basing this conversation on our hope that that's actually going to happen. Um, second on the list and the, the number one thing that's actually currently in construction right now is uh, Disney Springs. Uh, 52 votes, 20% of the vote. Um, people are excited about Disney Springs. We've talked a lot about Disney Springs uh, in the past, um, and we've seen some things popping up already. We've seen parking decks come up. We've seen you know uh, stores and other buildings and stuff. Uh, what's your guys' current status on your thoughts on Disney Springs? We spent a lot of time at downtown Disney. Downtown Disney was the place we visited more often than any park ever. It was just easy. You parked and you walked in. We went, we went and had lunch. We went and had dinner. We went and shopped. We went and sat and watched the people. I miss that. I miss going to the movies at Downtown Disney. That's where we went to the movies. We would go to the dine-in theater. But it's become such a hassle, or it has been such a hassle to get there. And with all this, the construction walls, it's not the same. I'm very much looking forward to that being done. It could be the crappiest thing on earth. If they had all the construction done, I would just be happy that they've got the construction finished personally. But I'm really, really feeling like this is going to be something incredible. I, you know, just every time Katie and I go about once a week, and every time we go, something new has been done, and the new shops that are opening up and that walkway. It's going to be an awesome place when it's done. And people seem to have under figured out the parking garage now, where the first couple of weeks there were long lines for yeah. that. I don't think we were the ones with the problem. I didn't have to figure out parking garage. Right. Well, no. I've done it, I, no. I've done it before. Well, I think the people running the parking garage oh, needed to figure out parking yes. garage. And, and some of the stuff that they've done now where they, they have, like, the lights above, so you can tell, like, the row we went to go down yesterday, they said there was 24 empty spots. That is just too awesome that you can just go down the road. And it was accurate? Could, yes, and it was. And it was like... Hey, look, there's all these spots that are available. Well, this is why it took the thing so darn long to get uh, uh, completed as they were putting sensors under each and every little parking space. Yeah, I and didn't realize it did that. Yeah, it it does. It, it's really you know as you when pull you, in, yeah, oh, as sorry. you pull yeah. into the garage, there's a sign that tells you how many spaces are available on each level, and then when you get up to the end of each row, it tells you how many spaces are down that row. You look at the lights. Um, somebody had also mentioned about the handicapped parking on the first floor um that now seems to be closed off i don't know if they're hmm. Might be doing something for that but every that. level going up right by the elevators there's handicapped parking I so that's that still a bad design that lower handicapped parking though was in such a bad spot for traffic uh, oh, flow you have yes. to cross moving yes. traffic yeah. and someone has well, to not stop like that, not like that but pulling in and pulling out it was, I mean, you know, we parked there, but it was hard, yeah. difficult to get in and out of. The worst thing were the people fleeing from behind the guest to get the Hess station. <laughs> what do you mean? It was just the traffic getting in. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. The hordes of people coming from that parking lot that they put mm. behind the Hess station. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk about slowing things down. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nightmarish right now, and I am very, very much looking forward to... Uh, the construction the, walls. The positives out. from this right now are the new shops that have opened up, not mm -hmm. necessarily the shops that have gone in. Um, it's, but the the theming itself that has taken up in the Pleasure Island area, um, it, it's just absolutely stunning. Yeah. I mean, this place is beautiful. I don't agree that they need stuff like an art of shaving and the sound lion and 
at least now I think two or maybe three shoe stores yeah. <laughs> with flip flops and other weird mm -hmm. uh, uh, yoga mat sandals and just bizarre stuff that I would never buy. But I can, I'm the last time I was there, we went into every shop, even though we could tell what it was right away. But just being in there and walking around and really getting taken away in the area, the only scary part is it is all so pretty. And then you walk into downtown Disney West Side or the marketplace and you look at what's there now and yeah. that stark contrast between, oh my God, that's beautiful to this is like someone threw up 90s all over Wolfgang Puck Cafe. Well, I mean, yeah, well, but the marketplace is getting a little more love than West Side. You know, they're rerouting some of the walkways and they will eventually, I think, update the facades yeah. of the buildings. West Side is just getting that one little courtyard is being redone. And there's not much that's going to change to that, I don't think. And they put food trucks over there. Yeah. yeah, the Exposition Park, it's all great. And I mean, I for the first time going on a Friday or Saturday night, I saw three three performers in different places one was a duo two guitarists next one was a full band uh right down in the the new area and then other normal stuff that's been there set up before so the the live entertainment is starting to come back in a big way and that's Good. great but right now the theming it needs to all find its perfect way to come together because mm -hmm. it's so pretty you still can't have three distinct areas yeah. Yeah. there's it, a question on the chat about mm -hmm. people whether they would leave a park to go to downtown disney and i don't know that most people leave a park to go to downtown no. they usually plan it's a, a day it's either in the evening when you're done with your right. park or it becomes that extra day where you don't have a ticket right, right. and do. as a local it's the easiest disney access yeah it's the least commit time commitment. You can park the closest. Right. Go in and do a couple of things and leave. As a local, I think Disney, well, Disney Springs or downtown Disney, that's why I always thought it was so great. It was the one thing that I could park and immediately access without having to take another form of transportation yeah. or commit to several hours. Very cool. And talking about what Craig was saying with the shops, you know, um, I think it's important to note that the shops that are going in, even if there are a bunch of sandal shops and stuff like that, they're not necessarily permanent. Disney's going to see what works right. and what doesn't work, and they can be switched out for things that will uh, work in the future, as we've seen happen a million times. And they're putting Disney. in those two new restaurants in the boathouse. Yeah. When they put the amphicars in there, and you can take a 20-minute ride around on the lake. That's going to draw people in, and oh, yeah. Morimoto's place, that's going to be a happening downtown or Disney Springs once all those places open. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Well, finally, uh, our number one is not necessarily in construction because it is a rumor. Uh, it is the rumored Star Wars expansion at Hollywood Studios uh, with 36% of the vote. That's 91 votes. People are excited wow. about just the thought of uh, Hollywood Studios getting some sort of Star Wars expansion. And the one thing we do know is that Hollywood Studios has been closing a lot of attractions. Yeah. The entire back lot is closing. I'm pretty sure, well, I would assume that at some point Lights, Motors, Action is going to go away and make room for that. I'm that surprised was, if that was in there, people didn't put Cars Land. Well, I made this poll, so perhaps oh, I, I should. <laughs> perhaps I should have put Cars Land. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't put Cars Land. I think I mean, that would would be up there as was well. Was along the lines of Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh God, excuse me. There's my uh, pubescence coming out again. Um, I, I'm excited if, and I think it's only a matter of time before they announce that something yeah. Star Wars is going yeah. into Hollywood Studios, whether it's an entire land. 
I don't know. But they're going to do something. They have to. They've just purchased the... They just purchased Lucasfilm, yeah. and they're making a new movie. What I'm going to throw think? a monkey wrench into this whole conversation. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are they going to do with Marvel? They're building Star Wars land and Elsa, and an Elsa world and all that stuff. What about their biggest, biggest franchise out there, which is now Marvel? We talked about this on the uh, Universal show, is that like they, um, Universal can keep Marvel in their theme park forever. Yeah. There's no well, expiration That doesn't mean that date. Disney can't do something as well. Yeah, there's a, there's a, well, they, yeah, just not here. They can't be yeah. on the, we, uh, the wherever we live. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Really. Universal also can't use the Disney uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe imagery, right? They can only use the comic book Marvel imagery. Is that correct? Uh, I don't know about that exact detail just because the Marvel Cinematic Universe did not exist whenever... They had that agreement. Whenever Universal started it, it wasn't all that wasn't around yet. So, of course, it's all based on the comics. That's what was actually around. But the whole deal goes uh, when Universal made the agreement with Marvel, it's a lifetime deal in the Florida parks that uh, <coughs> Universal has complete access as long as they continue to update and maintain it and it stays relevant. If they ever lose relevancy, with that and they start to let it fall apart and they don't keep things up then marvel can break the contract and then that would be open field for someone like disney to come in and do something i mean honestly the only way something's going to happen in florida in my opinion is if disney and universal can get along and realize you know people come to our park people come to your park Let's come together, do something really amazing that's tie-in that we can get people to both of our parks and use this Marvel brand to our best. Yeah, I doubt that See, happened. I think there's also something else in there that I've heard. I don't know if it's 100% true or not. And the fact that the clause is very uh, ambiguous in which it says that it's up to Marvel's discretion whether or not Universal is using their property uh, to the best light. So now that Disney owns Marvel... Who's to say that Disney can't come in and go, yeah, we really don't like the way you painted that wall. <laughs> you know, let's close you down. Close you down for using that. However, I think this is also why you're seeing the push for the Avengers stuff. Because you really don't. You kind of sort of maybe have Avengers in Universal. But I think they're pushing more of the Avengers characters because I think they're going to use those in Disney parks. I would certainly uh, um, hope so. They Well, they have the um, – in one of the parks – has an Iron Man attraction already. Um, like one of the... Going to Disneyland. No, out at Disneyland, Singapore. they have a meet and greet, and then they're no, no, building no. one. In in Asia, there's yeah, one. Yeah, but in terms of Florida, oh. Marvel is completely off-limits, including the Avengers. It's for all Marvel characters, not movies. That's, that's the important part. And Universal could go, and they could say, well, we're going to make... We're going to take Spider-Man, completely gut it, and... Instead of using the Spider-Man character, we can make a simulator out of the Avengers characters, which is a Robert Downey floating. Jr. and all those guys. They I, would have to get permission from Disney to use <laughs> their likeliness in, in that, but they could use the classic comic book characters yeah. and do like the same style animation of Spider-Man, but with Avengers. And right there, Universal is going to get a butt ton of people coming in <laughs> that are super excited about more Avengers. So, how's your calculation? Figure out a butt ton. I, I don't have that on this. It's right in between. A, yeah, I got a yeah. <laughs> You're going for it, though. I like that. Um, so, in the same, I think in the same way that we're looking forward to a rumors, a rumored Star Wars uh, expansion, I would 
very much look forward to something with Marvel. I don't know where it would live. I don't know where Marvel would live. I would assume Hollywood Studios, if anything. I have a theory. Yeah? Not telling you. Because <laughs> Craig's going to tell me I'm wrong. I have a theory that we're going to see a fifth gate that's going to be based on Marvel. You think they would do that for Marvel over Star Wars? I believe so. That's an interesting theory. That's my I theory. would personally love to see I'm that happen. to it. And this is going to be one of those things where we go back and listen to the show, and John was right. We'll note it. <laughs> it is noted. It is noted. Okay. Well, I think that is going to do it for our discussion on these. Does anybody else have anything they want to throw out uh, about some Were of these? Are we supposed to vote or something? Oh, yeah. What do you, <laughs> Kevin, what are you most looking forward Hollywood, to? Hollywood or um, Disney Springs. How about you, John? Uh, I got to tell you, it's a toss-up. I think Star Wars is the most exciting of those choices for yeah, me. I would agree with you. I'm most looking forward to Star Wars in speculation, but of the actual things that are currently happening, I, I, I'm going with Rivers of Light, I think, just because I feel like that will completely transform that park. How about you, Kathy? Can I like them all? Yes, you can. <laughs> you can cop out and like Since them all. Since there's no figment. Like. Yeah, there's You're no figment. I mean, Star Wars, I haven't seen the movie. But I'm excited because a lot of people, that's a big deal to them. But Disney Springs, I'm really, every time we go, I get more excited every time I go. Yeah. I think we should have Star Wars versus the Marvel characters. <laughs> <laughs> How about yeah, you, Craig? Oh, you know, I'm excited about uh, Rivers of Light. Okay, how about you, Rhino? Um, I hope Star Wars is the thing that Disney blows our minds with. Mm-hmm. But yes. um, with the stuff that's like actually here, I have to agree with Kevin. Like, I would love to be able to drive on that road past downtown Disney someday <laughs> in my young life again. Okie dokie. Well, cool. That is going to do it for this discussion. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, remember, go out to facebook.com slash disunplugged. You can join in on this uh, on this poll, and we will have the final results for you next week. Uh, But until that time, we will see you later. Thanks for watching the Diz Unplugged. Goodbye, everybody. Here comes the music at some point. Have a nice week. Thank you.